This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Back with Grant Hardy. He's joining me today here on Kelly and Ramia. Before the break, we were talking briefly about. Grant, you getting that opportunity to interview Stevie Wonder at the Consumer Electronics Show. Um, I'm kind of curious, how fast did that come together? As you said, you can go into an event like that and don't have to necessarily know, we're going to hit here, 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 and here right off the bat this morning because there's so much that's going to come to you, basically, that you're going to stumble over. But putting something together like that, hey, uh, can we interview Stevie? Will he give us some time? How quickly did that come together? Yeah, I mean, that came together super quickly. And I actually really have to give credit to our producer at the time. Uh, Her name was uh, Carrie Lynn. And she was incredibly skilled with interacting with people because we literally, she literally just saw Stevie Wonder uh, milling around the convention hall. And initially his people, because, you know, he had a bodyguard, his people are like, oh, yeah. I can't get involved in this. What are you what are you talking about? And she was able to, <laughs> you know, literally like introduce us and talk, tell them what we did and, and get him around to talking to us uh, in just a couple of minutes. It was like seriously impressive work on on her part. Oh, that's really phenomenal. But you know, Stevie's interested in broadcasting. That's been part of his, his his repertoire of things that he has been involved with. And we know about accessibility. We know where he stands there. So uh, really great. And and what a, what a cool thing to have happen and what a cool event. Folks, Grant Super Hardy and I cool. settle back now. And as we welcome in, as we do on Fridays to get into our gardening chats, Susan Kearney. Hello. I'm Susan Kearney. Join me on Kelly and Ramya for the joy of gardening by using touch, taste, scent, and sound. Got to watch my memory, Sue, but I'm testing it here. Uh, snowdrops, is that our last little friend we talked about last week that grow under the yeah. snow? Is that the right? Yeah, see? Yes, that's, um, that's correct, yes. I thought that was absolutely fantastic, and I love that we're we're getting into this discussion, especially in the month of January, where there's already enough darkness, enough things that make us say, oh, ho, hum. And today on the <laughs> topics are some of the plants out there that don't mind that low life, those short days, the what we're, what we're dealing with now. Yes, yes. And, and amazingly enough, all of these are tropical. So that oh. is very interesting because when we think of tropics, we often think mm. of a lot of sunshine, but there yeah. are tropical plants that don't mind um, low light uh, because they grow under other plants. And we'll mm. start with the first one, and that is the bird's nest fern. And this is a beautiful um, subtropical fern, and it, <clears throat> it grows in um, par- parts of uh, Asia, uh, Australia, uh, Hawaii, a lot of the islands down in the South Pacific because it is subtropical. And because it's a fern, it um, grows underneath other plants, like other tropical trees and so on. So it, um, it doesn't mind the low light. So we can have that mm. as a houseplant in our homes. Mm. Interesting because I picture ferns as very like delicate plants, you know. Yeah. But if I plunk it down in a city like Vancouver, where it's sort of dark pretty much all the time during the winter, uh, 
it would do okay, hey? Potentially, anyway. <laughs> well, this, this one likes to be indoors. It isn't it. We, we here in in uh, in, in our um, or even in in Vancouver, um, you would have to have this plant indoors. It, it prefers uh, a moist um, uh, uh, area of the house, so a bathroom is a very good place for it. It does very well in the bathroom because it does not really like to be watered from the bottom um, of it in into the soil. It prefers to be misted, so um, oh, you misted. can mist that with a <clears throat> with a mister, like a like a bottle that has a mist on it. Um, you can do that, and also when you're running the water or shower um, in in the bathroom, there's a lot of moisture that is in there, mm. and that um, fern will soak that up. Yes, and they are very delicate. Believe it or not, ferns are they feel delicate. They're not really. They're one of our <laughs> oldest plants on earth. Um, they, wow. they, and, and they have that kind of carpeted feel to the leaves, don't they? I, I almost want to say yes. it's like, yeah, almost like a velvety feel. <clears throat> yes. Um, and they, they tend to, and, and this is called a bird's nest because it sort of winds around itself. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a lovely fern. Um, and, and, and that, yes, and delicate, that's, that's a good word for it. Um, and, <laughs> and I like it because it, it, it sort of brightens up, brightens up a bathroom. It's, it's nice and green. It'll brighten up a bathroom and does very well in, in that kind of low light, um, high moisture area. So do you actually, uh, you know, again, the behavior in a house, that's one of the places you, as you exit for those, you know, needing them, you just turn the light off. Um, if, if, if that's in the dark for more, you know, like hours a day still thrives. Um, <clears throat> if you have it in a bathroom that does not have windows, um, I would suggest uh, taking it out for a couple of hours to um, what we call dappled sunlight. So that could be, you know, um, yes. e even on like on a table where there is, um, you know, just sun sunlight coming in. Ferns cannot take full sunlight. They burn hmm. um, because wow. they, they are filled with, you know, water, um, they're very, very delicate. So they don't like to be in full sunlight. But, yes, you could put it out there. and then, But then put it back. It, it doesn't mind a good 15, 18 hours of uh, not being in any light at all. Wow. So, that's yeah, that, that's, it's, that's a, it's a good place. For... <laughs> that's really cool. Okay, now what one do you want to talk about next? Well, I'm going to talk about the philodendron because um, I think a lot of people have them and a lot of people grow them. They are fast growing. It's also a tropical. Um, but I'm going to put a caution right at the beginning. If you have dogs or cats, do not have this plant. Uh, it is very toxic to dogs, especially. I, I probably believe cats uh, um, are um, will get very ill from it too. But what happens to a dog if they eat this plant and they don't have to eat very much of it? Um, they actually um, their, their lungs can um, stop working. They can go oh into um, yes, yes, a, a, like an anaphylactic shock. Yes, uh, yes, pretty well. Um, it, so, if, so if you have dogs, don't don't get this plant. If you don't, it's a, also a good plant to be in low light, <clears throat> fast growing. Um, it does bloom, and um, actually, I I know some people who do have this plant that they actually they can bloom in February and March. 
Uh, so, you know, it gives you a little bit of um, nice uh, flowering. But, um, again, cautionary. Do not have this if you have a dog. I don't have them. Um, I have grown them and uh, when we didn't have a dog. But since we've had dogs for so long, that was a very long time ago because they were very fast-growing and, and quite easy to look after. Uh, they don't need too much attention. They also like to be misted, but you can also water those from the bottom. Okay. You, you, How much how, light? Oh, you know what? I, it, again, dappled light, and um, it can take all, up to almost 15 to 18 hours of darkness, too. It's another okay. one of those plants that don't need a tremendous amount of light. Well, 18 hours sounds good in Vancouver because that's pretty much how much darkness <laughs> I feel like we have in the winter. It, it's interesting evolutionarily, though. You almost have to wonder the if there was sort of a why it was designed the way it was because I find that some of these, I guess because it's meant to be in the tropics, but I find that some of these toxic plants to our animals happen to be really attractive and tasty to them, which seems uh -huh. to make things they worse, are. you know? That that is interesting because yes, a lot of our um, a lot of the poisonous plants are very are very attractive. It's it is very interesting. Um, I often think that perhaps it might have something to do with their survival. Um, mm -hmm. Plants yeah, are very yeah. Um, yep. yeah 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 absolutely they they will um, you know find their own ways to survive and and throughout. Um, you know, th throughout the, the evolution of the plants and, and so on and where they grow. Um, yeah, that, that yeah, <laughs> very true. Well, it's also interesting when you say they grow beneath other plants. That's, again, going back to the evolutionary thing, the stance. It's just interesting. But, again, when one stops and says, yeah, but you're, you're talking forested area, jungle area, wherever they may be, yeah. obviously some things are higher, taller, shorter, smaller, rate, at rate laying on the floor of, of the jungle or whatever it might be. And, and yeah. there are going to be so many different things that do that. And why wouldn't we want some of those things on our kitchen table or whatever, when when they may lend themselves to growing better there. Mm -hmm. Yes, and and um, I would put the philodendron into. Um, I would put that in a bathroom also. Um, it can take the you know the moisture. It likes to be misted too, and 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 it doesn't mind the darkness. Now you can take it out once in a while to. And when it's a bit of a sunny day, to give it a little bit of sunshine, it does need some dappled light. So, you know, that's a good move them around. Um, I, I'm constantly moving my plants around, especially this time of year, um, so that, you know, some of them can get more light um, one day and a little bit more because they do need that. But mm -hmm. um, the, the, the lower light ones, uh, you know, you can keep on a, um, on a table away from a window or, as I said, in, in, a, in a low light bathroom area. Nice. Nice. What a way to liven up certain areas. Want to talk about your snaky yeah. friend? <laughs> oh, yes. Now, this is one of my favorites. And I come back to this plant because it's so easy to grow. Um, so I, I, everybody should have one of these. It's, it's a lovely plant. It is a succulent. It, too, is a subtropical. Uh, and, um, and when it um, goes into dark... Um, it starts to breathe oxygen. So it's a very good one to have in the bedroom or bedroom areas. 
Uh, I I have um, several in the TV room. Uh, so my husband watches the TV, but he doesn't have any lights on. And I figure with the you know being in there watching TV, he has to have all those snake plants. So I've put a <laughs> lot of snake plants in that room for him. So there's lots That's... lots of oxygen going on there, and, and also in all the bedrooms, I have them in um, in in the bedrooms um, because I. I think it's important to keep that um, oxygen level and they're, they're so easy to grow they, they they're a fun plant they're just you know they they don't need a tremendous amount of care uh, and um, yeah and they're very you know they're very easy to get along with so it's and and give us a good amount of oxygen at night so the lower and, the and light love- the more oxygen I love how when you have a like a green thumb, like when gardening is such a core part of your life, you're like always looking to accommodate people with plants. Like instead of like, ah, oh, turn off the TV, you're like, oh, I wonder what I wonder what plants would would work best for the TV room. <laughs> Yeah, and, it's, and because yeah. I, we we talk about um, you know like different uh, uh, like being around a lot of electronics and so on, um, and mm-hmm. and and a lot of plants will actually take some of that um, out out of the air. Um, I, it's very interesting. They've they've actually learned to live with us, which is really yeah. really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a nice thing to think think of it, and and often um, people will take um, different plants um, and and put them into um, into office areas, and for that very reason, mm-hmm. um, to um, keep the you know keep the air clean, um, and <clears throat> because when we do have a lot of electronics, there is a lot of there's there's heat going out. There's um, other other things, um, certain amount of of light levels. A lot of I static would, too. That, Yes. A lot of yes, a lot of static that thing, and so when when we have those plants, they they've learned to live with us, and um and and we should we should utilize that. They're, they're very um yeah. Suze, do you feel that in the air, like with the snake plant, with the as you breathe and everything like that? Because we talk about in the summer, have your vegetables, have your salads. You feel kind of a freshness with fruit and so on. You feel that just breathing that air too. The difference. Yes, if you have enough snake plants, um, they, they, you actually do. Um, they have done studies where your sleep is much better because you're getting that oxygen. Uh, I, I have several in, in most of my rooms because as soon as it goes dark and there's no light on, they automatically start that. That is what they do. They switch over to putting oxygen out into the air. So that, wow. that's a, a, a good thing. What a tremendous filter. Wow. Uh, Suze, as usual, thank you. Bye. We'll carry this on next week. Susan Kearney, we talk to on our Fridays as part of our lineup. It's gardening uh, to kick our show off. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, we have the app update. John Dealer is going to jump into some of the fun gadgets at the Consumer Electronics Show. You know it. We started talking about earlier. Well, he's got a lot more for us as he joins us from Vancouver. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. 